On this week's episode of Bungalow and the Bus, we talk about a possible new food hall in downtown Orlando. Lake Nona, all the cool kids are doing it. And we may be saying goodbye to Orlando Fashion Square Mall. Go, get out of here. Welcome to Bungalow and the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker. I am the raindrop pitter-pattering on your forehead as you're tied to one place. Brendan O'Connor. Speaking of rain, it's like a Wizard of Oz tornado rain here. I feel like I just went jogging around Lake Baldwin and... I'm just drenched. We should say that it's Thursday right now, and uh, yeah, it is pouring out, and I'm I'm soaking wet, Brendan. You look good. Thank you. Thank like, you. I got to take my shirt off, maybe. <laughs> like a merman. Yes. <laughs> and uh, so uh, this is Bungalow on the Bus, where we talk about all things downtown Orlando and the uh, surrounding neighborhoods, such as Thornton Park and Baldwin Park and College Park and Soto and all the places. Curry Ford West. All of that. All of that. And uh, tonight we are hanging out at the Aloft Hotel. Yeah, man. I'm looking out at the OUC building and they have this big, beautiful uh, Highwayman reproduction mural. And it's great. And I yeah. love it. And uh, we we're, were actually in a conference room because I guess the downtown arts district met here and we came and took over their room. There's so, a bunch of art nerds over there at the bar, so we came back here. Yeah, so we're hanging out, having a Guinness, and uh, talking about what we talk about every week. And if you missed any of our episodes, you can go to uh, Google Play mm-hmm. and iTunes, or you can also just go to bungalower.com and read everything. Why haven't you? I, I do. <laughs> I do. Every day. <laughs> you do not. I do. No, every day. You do. What's I, your favorite thing to read on bungalower.com? The stories. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, Brendan, what's happening this week? Well, I, you just got a new job and you came out of the closet about it. I did. So, I, I just started at the Orange County Sheriff's Office. Excellent. I am their very first storyteller. That is my title. Is actually on my business card. That's what you've always wanted. I know. I know. And so, they, they hired me to do that. And so, I am now part of the strategic communications team. And what that means made is... up. No, that's their actual division. And so I'm part of that team, and my job is to go in the department and and just tell stories about all the men and women that work there. Strategic communications. I feel like it's people in SWAT gear, like, phoning people. (laughs) Close. Close? Close. We do have two people in the department. Maybe three that carry guns, but they're they're sworn officers. So. Do you think you could get like self defense training since you work there now? Maybe I have no idea. Like I'm karate? just I've only been there a week and a half, and so I don't know. I do know I have to go through uh, like driving training because I because eventually I'll get issued a vehicle that I can take when I go out and do like stories. a cop car. It won't be a it won't be a cop car. It'll be a, a car that is an Orange County Sheriff's car, but it won't be. Well, that's a cop car. Well, it doesn't have like sirens and stuff on it. No sirens. No, it's just like a vehicle. Anyway, I have to go through training, <laughs> so I will have to do that, and I'm sure there'll be some other things too. So I think I think you should learn Krav Maga. Is that like a karate thing? It's like the Israeli karate. Oh, like, all like, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see. But uh, yeah, so far it's been good. I've done a few stories already. And right now I'm just sort of getting like the lay of the land and kind of figuring out where things are and uh, learning about the department. So you'll see more here in the coming weeks. How many videos do you think you have to make a week? 
I don't think there's a quota. I mean, that's, no. that's the thing. Like I've already done a bunch and okay. you might have not even noticed that they're mine, but I put some together. There was one about a, a retirement. Uh, I saw. Oh yeah. That one I did. That one I went out and shot. So there was a guy who was a school resource deputy for 15 years out in West Orange County or West Orange high school. He had been a officer for 30 years and I just went to his retirement party. It did really good. 25,000 views on Facebook. And come on, it's just one of those things that's like, you know, somebody who's worked there a long time, yep. they feel appreciated and, and he was great. And so that was kind of the first one, but there's a few other ones coming up and, uh, it, it's, uh, so far so good. I love you. I love it. I think it's the perfect fit for you, John. I'm really proud of you. I'm excited. I hope it goes super far. For yes. You. Uh, I was just in Lake Nona like all I, day. I heard. And I people have been trying to get me out there forever. My brother lives there and I always make fun of him. It's I feel like it's easy to make fun of Lake Nona. Uh it's just like not Orlando, right? But it is Orlando. But it is. It's like literally in Orlando city limits. It is. It's it's monitored and and uh, managed by the city of Orlando. Because you'd think that would be unincorporated Orange County because it's so far out. Yeah. But I think the city of Orlando probably did something really smart several years ago and annexed that. Yes, they did. And uh, now they have large tax, tax bases dollars. out there. It is another downtown. Like, oh, it yeah. is dense AF. Uh, and it was cool. We got toured around Tavistock, like the Tavistock team that owns it. Have you never seen that light mural out there? I've seen the mural. I've eaten at the, there's a restaurant right there. What, yeah. Not campus. Well, it's Chroma. What's it? Chroma. I've eaten yeah. at Chroma. Oh, okay. So you have been out there. Yeah. But like quick and easy little trips and I haven't like seen it. And man, I got like brought everywhere. I was like at the tops of the tallest new con- uh, apartment building they have. We were... Uh, you go to the hospital? You go to with, Nemours? We did not go in Nemours, which was interesting. But um, we got a drive-through. We saw like the first YMCA slash uh, school, elementary school. Interesting, right? So people could like drop your kids off at of school and then you go work out. Or, but then the kids can also make use of those like oh, that's world cool. class. Uh, yeah, it was just really interesting. The the level, the quality of living is so much higher. It's still in the early stages of uh, of development because there's not like a heck of a lot. There's not. Do. There's a lot of houses out there. Yeah, there's, beautiful houses. They're starting to have more restaurants. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody had told me a long time or a few weeks ago, like when the Publix opened out there several years ago, it like freaked everybody out because they finally <laughs> had a grocery store out yeah. there. I guess so they want a Target. Ah, they want a Target, and they want. Uh, uh, Trader Joe's. I believe it. They'll get all that. They yeah. have such wealthy people that live out there that they'll get all those those sort of higher end, nicer grocery stores. The average stores. age is like thirty four. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing to make money to buy those houses. <laughs> Whatever they're doing, I'm not doing. Well, it's the health. It's the health industry. True. That's there, yeah. Right. So the Sanford Burnham Institute, which is no longer called that. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah. Uh, the it's a UCF thing now, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And then the VA. There's money out there. A lot of people who, I think a lot of people who don't know about Orlando and they're like, oh, we got transferred to Orlando or I got a job in Orlando. Where should we live? Right. Oh, like Lake Nona looks, you know, nice and clean and new. And let's just go live in Lake Nona. And a lot of people love it out there who move out there. It was cool. Yeah. It only took like half an hour to get out there. It's not that. It's no farther than, you know, Sanford from downtown Orlando. 417 is pretty manageable. I took the, then they brought us to the tennis center. Oh, yeah. That's a big thing, too. And uh, a pro taught me how to play tennis, like which I was nervous about. I knew that it was going to come in. I knew that we'd get to like hit a ball or something. And, and I'm just the worst at sports. <laughs> I just suck. And uh, 
and they paired us up with pros who then like just talked us through like they would a kid. <laughs> and like I was actually okay. Pretty good. Yeah. Well, no, now you can go to the Orlando Tennis Center. I think I would play I'm gonna some try. tennis. I'm going to try it again. Bias plays tennis from the Orlando Weekly. I full like you don't realize like that you're moving and you're working out when you're doing it. It was just fun, and I was not that bad. And I think I'd get better. I think I like marked improvement. Uh, in the hour that I did it, and yeah, I would tr- totally try it cool. again. Anyone can go. You can go there. Yeah, it's it's open to the public. It's like they, fifty courts there, or something like that. Yeah, it's like crazy. Over over fifty world class ones, like competition courts. But then there's like through like the bunny hills of courts, oh, like it's for kids, and and you can use them for free. Like if you're learning, you can just go use that court. You can use the equipment for free. If you are. Uh, disabled and you need to play in a in a wheelchair they have the wheelchairs for you and they'll show you how to do it and it's all free that's anyway, great. this isn't they're not paying me to do this i just i'm still digesting what i just went through during the day in lake nona in lake nona uh and it was interesting i i will stop all right because normally we don't talk about lake nona ever it's but still not going to be a coverage area for us if uh, but i just find take it a really, trip take a field trip out there yeah, go check it out. Go check it out. All right. So last week, Brendan, we talked a little bit about the university club. They tore it down. They built a new one. Now it's opening, and you got a uh, tour. I did a behind the scenes tour. They're opening up next week for okay. grand opening. All right, right there at uh, what Central and uh, Magnolia Roslyn. Roslyn. Yeah, um, and it's it's like bougie. Yeah. It's cool. Actually, May 9th. So, yeah, next week they're doing the grand opening. They've been working on this forever in the Modera Central Building, uh, which is already 30% occupied. Beautiful condos or apartments. Um, Across the street from the library. Mm-hmm. Beautiful building. And those units, a studio apartment, 600 square foot studio. Yes. $1,700. Whoa. What? <laughs> I'd have to share that with somebody. How can you share it? It's only 600 I'd have to share it. Whoa. I just, you know, class A, class A apartment. What can you do? <laughs> uh, 22 stories, 350 apartments, and it's already 30% But occupied. how is the university club? The university club is gorgeous. It's four stories. on the. It starts on the bottom floor. And when you walk in, John, to the left is uh, like a private gym where they, if you're a member, you get like personal trainers that are just there to like help. Really? Yes. And there's masseuses and there's spas for like men and women and the like the changing room slash spas with the saunas and stuff. These giant walk-in showers. Beautiful. I'll bet. Like hand tiled. The art is like blown up uh, vintage Orlando postcards, but they Ah. did it. It's just really cool. Everything in there was thought out. Uh, the, the third level is this restaurant slash bar area with this patio that overlooks like you could see like Yola from the corner uh, and then like that super busy pedestrian intersection and the 7-Eleven and the library. Uh, just really cool. I just I really liked it. I wish I could afford a membership. How I, much is a membership? I Brendan? think they wouldn't tell me. Somebody has told me in the past. I think it's like a thousand dollars a month. No, because it includes uh there's like a, a stipend in there for food oh. and your and your booze and you get free parking. Cause so I'll tell you when I was I for a brief time, I, I was a off. member at the Citrus Club. It was paid for mm-hmm, mm-hmm. through a job I had. And so it, I'll tell you this. It was it was like a it was like twelve hundred dollars 
and I got this waived, but it was like $1,200 you had to pay up front. Right. And then it was like $140 a month. And I, I had like the lowest Maybe one. that's what it is. There's yeah. a there's a big larger upfront one, upfront yes. cost, and then there's and but like, it's not posted anywhere, uh, and you have to be petitioned by a current member. Yeah, yeah, that's how it was there. And like they give you discounts if you're like a young executive, usually mm. under forty, and like there's a bunch of deals. I don't know what the university is. It could be more. I'm sure if you're a brand new place, you can probably charge a little bit more. I'll tell you what, if you got the cash, yeah. do it because yeah. the people who are, especially if you're trying to like move up in the business community, which you like, are. I am, but like <laughs> John Crossman is a member and he's like owns half of Orlando, you know, not, that's a hyperbole, but he owns mm-hmm. a lot of land and he's doing that big yard at Crossman project. Yes. And, uh, like to be able to be there near him, you know, maybe having a beer and then talking about the projects he's doing is invaluable. That's, that's what you pay for when you do a lot of those. You get access to people that movers and shakers. Yeah. So if you want to see what it looks like, just head over to bungalore.com. You can see some of these behind the scene videos. Yeah, we you did. did a whole video. It's done well. Oh, thanks. Yeah. 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 I can't edit anything together. All but right. I can do, do it all in one take. <laughs> one, one shot thing. Yeah. Our, the tour guide, Karen, who brought us in, she works for University Club, was a ham. A ham and a half. Uh-huh. Ham hock. <laughs> she just killed it. She was so funny. She was like opening doors. Like, hello. Welcome to the universe. <laughs> She's so funny. Awesome. Um, the Juice Bike Share is, lives again. I saw this. You know, I so I got my very first Lime bike the other day. Ever? Ever. I have a bike, so I don't usually rent them. But right? I happened to be downtown and... I just really wanted to try it out, and I could have just walked, but I was like, oh, I'll, I'll hop on a bike. Walking's for chumps. Uh, I guess. And so I hopped on, and so I got on a line bike and, and took it around, and then I think I came home, and I was like, what are these blue bikes doing in College Park? <laughs> right. And? And it's a juice bike. They've totally, they were purchased by another company, It's but it's like a local owner. I but they're not called juice bikes. It's called Hopper. With no vowels. No. <laughs> There's an O. There's an O. H-O-P-R, all caps, of course. Hopper. So you know it's trendy. Uh, not a rabbit. And it's they're not electric assist. So this is what I wanted to talk about. So I read the story on Bungalore. Uh-huh. And, uh, 250 so, new bikes. Which is about half the amount, I think, of the line bikes. I think yes. the line bikes, there's about 500 or so. So same thing, though. Dockless bikes. They're parked kind of wherever. And, uh, but, but I think in, you wrote in Bungalore that they're three speed bikes. They're not electric assist, but they're the same price, right? I think the, I don't know what, if Lime is 15 cents per, it's, it is, it is yeah. so same price, same price, same price. Not so electric like, assist. I mean, I'm, I mean, look, I like biking, so maybe, maybe it doesn't matter to me, but like if I got two sitting next to each other. Am I and it's a hundred degrees out? Am I gonna pick the one that's three speed, or am I gonna pick the one that's gonna push me a little bit? You know what? And I'm not. I'm not. I mean, I hope they do great. I don't want a lazy dude. No, I'm not. I'm just saying, if I have, if they're both in front of me, yeah, which one am I gonna pick? Now, granted, if if there's hoppers at different spots, then yeah, I'm gonna go the one that's most convenient. I think you can go faster on the ones that aren't electric assist because they be limit true. your top speed. That could be true. At like 15 miles per but hour. Like, I mean, most people who ride those, they aren't, they aren't hauling. They aren't no. booking it. You know, they're just, just most are first time riders. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, I mean, once again, I hope they do great. And maybe, maybe I'm wrong on something, but I just, I remember reading those prices. I was like, well, like Same what's thing. my what's my incentive to get the non electric one? More, the money stays mostly local. All right, now that's right? good. Now that that's, now maybe that's a good marketing point. I didn't even think about it. They're so, not saying right. that, you know. So who knows? Um, 
But I want my scooters. I have my own bike. And if I have to like sometimes, but we're a one car house, right? And if I have to go to a meeting in Winter Park and I want to be active, but I don't want to be like super active. (laughs) So I'll sometimes take a line bike because I like want that extra push. I don't want to be sweaty when I get to the meeting. Yes. And a line bike will help with that. True. And it's the same price as an Uber. Although I don't think, have line bikes been here in the summer yet? When did they, when did they show up? No, they haven't. They, okay. They showed them like December, October, right? December, yeah, right? Yeah. Cooler so, weather. So like, <laughs> you're still going to be sweating in July. Yeah, but not as bad. It's, yeah. No, I agree. Even when you're on a normal bike, like when you're moving in the summer, it's not as bad. It's the minute you stop. It's like if you can get somewhere in a less than a mile on a bike, you're probably not going to be sweating. It's when you hit like a mile or two, like two <laughs> yes. miles, you're like, I'm going to be drenched. Yes. Yeah. Yes, so I agree. You know, I hope they do well. I hope they're all over, and maybe they'll be in some spots you don't see. I mean, I like the competition too. I like the idea that there's more than one bike. Share. I don't know where Jump is at this moment. Jump had their—that's the Uber bike fleet. They mm-hmm. had released a bunch. They were just on, on the street by your house, right? Somebody had sent us a photo from uh, Eastern College Park saying, "Hey, we just saw these bikes out." They told me they were about to launch. I have not seen them. Like, I don't know what's holding them up. And Hopper had a relatively quick turnaround in getting their permit. Right now, these bike systems are in a uh, pilot program. So it's a one-year pilot program. At the end of this one year, which I believe is in the fall, the city's going to look at what worked, what didn't work, uh, what can we tweak to move forward, and then they'll move forward. And part of that is I know they're going to say you have to park the bike in designated spots. I agree. Right? Yeah. I don't know if I agree with it. I just know that they're going to do it. Yeah, because people—that's the only thing people complain about. Because they want if you go to other cities, though. I mean, they're all over. I mean, when I was in Paris, I mean, they're just like everywhere. Like we haven't. Do you see them everywhere here? No, no, not no. like. I mean, once again, I'll Come go back on. to my Paris thing. Like they were literally everywhere, and it was good because it was convenient. I had a Main Street director text me. I'm not going to say who text me a photo of like them blocking a sidewalk. Oh, I saw that photo it's online. Five hours for lime to come move them you know it's like just push oh, it over just move it what's the <laughs> issue here like if it's if it's that big of a deal like gonna, i get it i just get move it, it. Yeah. just move be proactive in your community and move the <laughs> yeah oh, cussing cussing bike i don't want to see it anymore they are heavy yeah they are they're like 70 75 pounds i actually talked about that yeah I'm they're pretty to... they're pretty heavy we talk about that in the 70 pounds oh yeah it's how much one of these e-bikes weighs yeah so the reason i know that is because we Keep getting people asking us about the scooters. Where are the scooters? Where are the scooters? They're not coming, man. No. They're, they're not coming. What well, like, could be like there's actually a bill in the House or with the legislature uh, to allow them because, John, they're not allowed. Can they're you not, not have them anywhere in Florida? In the state of Florida. So, wait, I can drive my golf cart you can. on a road. Because you can sit. And oh. that's the issue. Really? Because there's not a chair. The minute you get... Because I thought we lived in a state with no regulations. This, they are not okay with motor-assisted vehicles where you cannot sit. That is a no-go. Uh, they're not allowed on the sidewalk. They're not allowed on the street. The minute you can sit, then they call it... I believe they called it uh, a motor a motorbike. Okay. Or a motorized bike. <laughs> so dumb. Um, and then, what's the purpose of that though? Like, did they create the law just for scooters? I guess, yeah, man. That's what it sounds like. Are they just? It has to be an older law, though. There's so many. There's just regulations about, and there's regulations against like electric assisted bikes. Uh, and the city wasn't like you could not have bikes on the sidewalks. 
before the launch of this pilot program. And because of this pilot program and before Lime came to town, they changed the rules so you could have bikes on the sidewalk because they did not, they knew there'd be more bikes out there. They didn't want them in the streets. They're encouraging you to have it on the street. But the issue is now you're having these electric assisted 70 pound bullets powering by people on smaller sidewalks. Our sidewalks aren't designed to accommodate pedestrians in some districts, (laughs) let alone electric assisted bikes weaving around pedestrians yeah. uh yeah it's just an issue so we'll we'll see where that goes from there this must be super boring for everybody out there <laughs> talking about bikes i don't think so no longer. i love talking about bikes i could talk about bikes all day i could i want to and i will uh did you hear about that guy buying put at least putting down money yeah, yeah. He put down his quarter to play a Chuck game. Chuck Whitehall, is that his name? With Fashion Square. Yeah, he's the guy that developed like iDrive 360 and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. He, he's Icon. A, yeah, he's a he's a big developer here in town and he put down he, 23 he put down million a dollars. A deposit of 23 million. Yeah. Uh to buy Fashion Square Mall. So they're still in negotiations. We'll see what happens, but that's a big It is a big chunk. That's that's no joke. It it probably is time that that gets leveled and yeah. something new goes there. And you see these places like I just spent all day in like known in these mixed use spots with really cool things in the middle or like if you go out uh the Bellagio and Dr. Phillips or Altamont Springs. Oh, even Springs. just the Winter Park Village is like an outdoor mall. It's a yeah, little different. That, little but different. Disney but, Springs. Man, yeah. If you could do that Disney Springs template and do that on that huge piece of property. Oh, yeah. That's what they'll do. They'll make it an outdoor entertainment should. shopping restaurant complex. That would kill. I, it would. I mean, it, it's a good spot for it. I think, you know, I, I didn't grow up here, so I don't have any memories of Fashion Square Mall, but it's probably had its day. Like most malls, I mean, Florida Mall and Mall of Millennia are like the two exceptions. There is some nostalgia. This is one of the most traffic stories we've had like all year right now. Okay. People are flipping out. Well, okay. There's a difference between flipping out with nostalgia and then flipping out and going and supporting that mall. (laughs) Those people can complain all they want. Like, oh, we're going to miss it. Well, like, well, then Then go go visit it now and make sure it doesn't. (laughs) That doesn't happen. It's the same argument we had about the bowling alley. Like, you know, I love the bowling alley, but I all the people that were upset about it, how often did you actually go to the bowling alley? I used to go and just eat a burger. Yeah. Oh, it was a, it was a yeah. great bar there. And, and what is the status on that? Uh, the developer who I thought was getting it, Phil Rampy, who was behind Thornton Park, has apparently pulled out. And he's no longer oh. affiliated with that project. But we can talk about it later. Somebody else is. And I don't. The only reason we haven't done an update is because I just don't know who's in, who's spirit right. in that yet. But anyway, mall. There's still some some talk about the mall. But there's been development over there, like that floor and decor store open. They didn't yeah. open that supply, the orchard, orchard supply. supply. They they went bankrupt. Basically, Lowe's said we're not going to do it no more. Right. So it's they didn't really, go bankrupt. They just said this isn't making us any yes. money. We'll just focus on. But mall. like it's time for them. Like they're not going to save it with co-working spaces or. or you know, unique idea. No. It probably needs to be leveled and just a new thing. And there. for those of you who keep asking about what's going to happen to the National Entrepreneur Center, they're going to move. Yeah, they'll find like, somewhere to go. They're going to move. Yeah, I, I can't, I'm not even going to answer those questions. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Like, and, and this is going to be like, this isn't going to happen tomorrow. No. Because again, they're negotiating it. It's probably a five to 10 year process. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This yeah. isn't going to happen anytime soon. Yeah. But it's a prime spot. I, I can't imagine why. That wouldn't do well. We're out of time. uh, We are out of time. So we'll be back shortly. Morning. 
Orange County Library System wants to make sure that you know about these three things. Does it spark joy? Learn Marie Kondo's tidying up methods from a certified KonMari consultant at our Alafea branch on Saturday, May 4th. Cook like a Floridian with Cuisine Corner, Sunshine State of Mind on Monday, May 6th at our Eatonville branch. Chef Farah Davids will make a seafood boil plus a key lime pie with a twist. Did you know that you can make a living using social media? Library After Hours featuring Brittany Hennessy will be at the Orlando Public Library on Friday, May 10th. The author will speak, answer audience questions, and sign copies of her book, Influencer. Learn about these three things and much more at OCLS.info or call 407-835-7323. That's OCLS.info or 407-835-7323. Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect. Welcome back to Bungalower in the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker. I'm Brandon O'Connor. Oh, and uh, we are <laughs> hanging out at the Aloft Hotel in downtown Orlando. We're not staying here. We're not in a room. Didn't Why offer not? us that. We didn't I even tell them we were going to be though. here. I asked them for the hourly rate. John. <laughs> <laughs> they said, get you out. You probably couldn't even afford the hour- hourly <laughs> rate here. <laughs> I know there's a dog hotel in the lobby. <laughs> See if you can stay there. <laughs> <laughs> they actually have a... Actually, we should go check that out. We there's, should. There's an adoption program they have here. Yeah. With it. There's always a, like a lobby puppy that's adoptable. Uh, we need to go check that out. Yeah, we can go. go check that out. But, right, cool. uh, but you can kick the dog out and sleep where it sleeps <laughs> instead. Yeah. But yeah, uh, if you've missed, uh, if you don't know who we are, I am John Buzzdegger. I'm here with Brendan O'Connor. And uh, we are with uh, Bungalower.com, or at least yeah. you are. You are too. And we talk about all things uh, Orlando, mostly downtown Orlando, but uh, also the neighborhoods around there. Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhood. That's right. And if you've missed any episode, Shame go to Google you. Play, go to iTunes, get it there. It's uh, a new food hall. I, I, I heard. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. So this was pitched for the Church Street's Bumby Arcade Building. Which uh, was named after the man who founded it, Mr. John Bumby. Hardware Senior. store owner. Mm-hmm. One of the oldest buildings in town. Cool building if you've ever been inside. That's where Maddie's Craft and Crew and... El Buda. El Buda. And then in the front is Hamburger Mary's. Yeah, and we recorded at, we've recorded at Hamburger Mary's and uh, El Buda. You and I both loved El Buda. I loved El Just Buda. couldn't make it. And uh, it's been a tough spot over there for yeah, a lot of it's businesses. It's hidden away. Those back businesses are just tucked away. There's nothing to say that, hey, come back here. There's a business. So the new people who bought the building, Mason Capital Partners, uh, are proposing this. It's like a scaffolding structure that makes it almost like a, a little walkthrough. Oh, that'd be great. Just to bring like a little walkway right up to the street, say that there's something special happening around the corner. And uh, since it's scaffolding, it's open and you'll be able to still see the historic elements of the structure because the building itself, I don't think is protected, but the building, the historical elements on the exterior, on the facade, those are the things of note that the city's trying to protect. So if they build something on the outside, you just have to be able to see it. Yeah. And we should say, like I said, this is on Church Street. Uh, not too far from the Amway Center, right across the street from where Ferg's Depot was. Yeah. And uh, it, like I said, it's a cool building inside there. Beautiful and building. I, I, I am a big proponent of if you do something cool, people will come to it. I mean, even if it's hard to get to. Kevin but, Costnerism. Yeah, but you got to make it pretty cool. 
you got to make it worth the, 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 the trip. And so, you yeah. know, anything that opens on church street can be a tough sell. It's, it's a pain to park over there. You know, if, if, if a game's not going on, they're not always super busy over there, but you know, they're adding more and more things to church street and they're trying to sort of ramp it up. And, you know, I think there's a lot of potential there, but you really got to make it worth your while to get people there. Cause there's so many great places to go to in Orlando that you got to go above and beyond. We've done a few things there. Like rusty spoon is fantastic. Yes. Award winning. Is she a James Beard nominated? Show? Yes. Uh, Kathleen Blake and Hamburger Mary's is, has fun programming. Yeah. Yeah, ceviche okay. is food's fun. Okay. Ceviche is great. Ceviche is great. Yes. Beautiful building. They were just nominated. Hey, Buffalo some, does well with, with, with basketball playoffs. They do great. And soccer. And, uh, I just, I, church is cool, man. They're, yeah. they're coming on. Pepe's Cantina. Love it. Cool we, spot. They got like a taco and a pineapple. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> they just, you know, I think you just need to have more people go yeah. down there, but you got to have stuff for them to do. But we'll see what happens because they're doing the Church Street Plaza building. That's that huge high rise. that's going to have the built in Sunrail station on yes. the bottom floor. And now you have a lot of employees there, too. When a hotel so, trust is moving over there. Is it SunTrust? Yeah. Yeah. SunTrust Bank is moving over. Um, someone else is moving well, over. Bank of America is moving, too. But I don't know where they they're are. Moving. And I can't remember. And then... Uh, you just BB and T. They merged a architecture firm that does everybody. Barrios, design. Barrios, Baker yeah. Barrios. Yeah. They're trying to move into Church Street Exchange. So like you're gonna have, if you have employees there, now you have a lunch crowd, and so like there's yeah. there's. I said Church Street Exchange. I was wrong. Church Street Plaza. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, there's a lot of potential there, but like I said, so, you just gotta have things to do and really cool places to go. And I think this could be one of those cool things. So it's proposed. We don't know what's going to go on the inside yet. We don't know if it's the second floor, if it's just those back spaces. Uh, all we know is the exterior space. Cause that's what they have applied for with the historic preservation board to build. So cool. we will keep our eyes peeled on that. Uh, Enzian is screening Mad Max beyond, beyond Thunderdome on May 28th. Do you just like Mad Max? Is that why you wrote about this? I think it's so crazy. And I just needed to write about it. <laughs> Plus, it was like one in the morning. I was like, I need one more story before I can go to. Well, bed. they always show kind of odd, not odd, not but always. Classics. That one's wacko. That's that's the one with Tina Turner. Yeah, who like, I don't know if I've ever seen that one. <laughs> I've seen the first one. Awful. Yeah, it's like the worst. But it's so bad you need to go see it. Okay, La Belle Furs is hosting a fifty percent off sale to prep for their big remodel that we've been waiting for for two years. We'll see how that goes. You gonna go get a fur? You know what? They have like cashmere and stuff there, <laughs> uh -huh. which like who doesn't like cashmere? I'd buy a cashmere sweater for 50% off. Oh, yeah. It'd still be like 100 bucks. I don't think I've ever actually gone in that place. Ever, ever? I don't think so. They have sweeping staircases that are straight out of See like the photos. Gone with the wind. Uh, can you buy stuff there or is it just storage? No, it's you can buy stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Guy stuff and girl stuff. Fur, cashmere, leather. Um, and then they do restoration. They'll like update your pieces too. Half of it, though, I think maybe even 75% of it is storage. And I guarantee half of that is like Harriet Lake's furs. <laughs> so who knows how much stuff is in there? It's cold storage. You got to keep it good. Skycraft. I saw this. Selling their building. People were freaking out on this, too. They do I not saw, know what to do with so I thought. So I thought it was funny. So I saw this on, on I think, Facebook first. And people are freaking out. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. They're closing. They're going out of business. How... This is a Orlando or Winter Park, technically Central Florida institution, 
And then, in, like, finally somebody made a phone call, and they're like, oh, we're, we're just moving down the street. <laughs> yeah, and, like, yeah. I think that that is a, a sign of the times, I feel like. Like, people freak out, and then somebody does, like, a little bit of work, and they're like, oh, like, all right, it's not so bad. <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> and I didn't touch it. I actually, somebody told me before I was going to bed, and I was like, I got I, too tired. I yeah, got to do this tomorrow. And I totally forgot. Uh, and then Orlando Weekly wrote about it, and, uh, and I was like, oh, crud (laughs) what am i gonna do and i looked into it too the warehouse they're moving into is like three times the size the space they're in right now and there if you if you've never been to skycraft it's on fairbanks it is a uh engineer's dream like even like i'm an artist right yeah i go in there and i get tons of stuff half of the stuff in my uh studio my art studio is probably from skycraft they just have all kinds of crazy stuff in there if you're Mm -hmm. trying to build robots and you need diodes or i don't even know like <laughs> Dude, that's exactly way beyond know. me like you can yeah. go there and get it so he's selling their current space for two five, five million. million yeah five point do they, five do they own that building and yes. all that oh okay you get it it's a six six thousand square foot building right in winter park on that drag it's a big piece of you know it, that that's five parcels that stretch from i4 to 1792 i'm it's sort of a gold mine, I feel like there. It could be. Because uh, it's kind of it's kind of like it's kind of on the cusp right now. Right, because Winter Park didn't want to touch it. There I know there's talk of redoing the street so it's more like boulevardy and there's trees in the middle and yes. all and stuff. We'll see when that happens. But that is like right when you get off I four, you have to go pretty far to go to, yeah. you know, downtown Winter Park. And so there's there's you know there's a lot of shops there and you stuff never but you could do a lot more there you you never would have been able con- to convince me that a cool business would be able to open up there on that stretch and like survive maybe four years ago but I, I think so now look how much traffic four rivers there. killing it yeah. right hunger street tacos they're right there they're doing yeah. great right off that stretch is uh sin seven deadly sins seven deadly sins the brewery. Brewery. they're doing okay yeah uh, yeah, yeah so i was that know. bakery that just opened like you can have uh, a whole yeah. strip of really cool stuff. <laughs> I think for a long time it was sort of a neglected part of Winter Park. Yeah, the the Hunger Street Taco building was on septic. Oh really? Like when I didn't they moved on, they had to go into city sewers because it was on that. septic. And there two other built restaurants had been in there before them. That's huh. crazy. Uh, so they're moving into from a seven six thousand square foot building. Uh, Skycraft will be moving into a seventeen thousand square foot. Warehouse. But this is a little down the road, like. Not that far. It's oh. like two blocks. Are they? No, 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 no. I meant like the time frame. Oh, yeah. He's like, we're looking for a seller. If somebody buys it, that's great. Then we'll move. But like that that will find. That's the condition, move. though. Like they're, they're not moving first and then keeping that on the already, market. They're already using that warehouse for storage. Oh. So it's kind of like they're just, well, let's just move into here. And So wait, could they possibly move before selling that building? I would think so. You think so? It's just a lot of stuff to move. But it's not going to be on Fairbanks. It's off Fairbanks. Off Fairbanks. Uh behind four rivers. rivers and the warehouse is very unremarkable and the issue that i what most people now are having is that he's saying he can't take the ufo so i did a story on that ufo a long time ago and i i, I should have googled this before we started this segment but i do remember like there was some issues with it when it came to like signage and winter park and like rules and it was all grandfathered in because it's so old right plus i think i want to say that's a newer one though because they had an older one they had to update oh, and it, disappe- it yeah they took it down up yeah yeah and everybody thought it had been stolen yes yes, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. i don't remember oh man i have to go back because i did yeah, when, when i worked at paper, i did a story on it yes, but when we first became friends yes but i think uh 
yeah, it, it could be a signage thing though. Like because I of reached how it out, is. I reached out to the city of Winter Park, and I was like, "This guy's saying he can't take the sign. What was his application turned down, or what's happening?" And they said he didn't even apply. Oh, so like, huh. I think he's just going to sell it. He's mentioned that the Cincinnati Sign Museum is going to like be buying it. Okay. He's just going to sell the UFO. You think so? Just sell it. You know, it's, it's a landmark. Yeah. Well. I don't think he at this point. It I sounds he, like he just might not care, and he just wants to sell. But who knows? Yeah, I don't know. I maybe you make it. Maybe you have like another one. Maybe you make like another bigger, no, bigger UFO. You want that? You want that like retro, weird fiberglass UFO thing to sit in there? That's how you know it's OG. Yeah, <laughs> it is fiberglass. Then you're all right on that. And I hope he can keep his little rockets too. So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, Paris Bon Me is now open in Mill City. You know I love Bon Me's. I know you do, and it looks pretty good. Jimmy. I haven't been that one yet, but this, I will. This is the one right next to the Cameo Theater where Snap is, and right next to Lineage and Lazy Moon Pizza. Uh, looks really cool. No, I mean, open I hope they open more of those. Oh, speaking of that, so so this is it used to be a hookah lounge. <laughs> the did Bon Me do well, did not do well. Not do well. But uh, I don't know if you wrote about this, but this was in one of the other publications okay. around town. Who was it? Uh, College Park Paper. Okay. So Pepe's Bistro. Yeah. Right next to Rusty Cross Street. It's been closed for two years now, and Outpost is moving. Right. But uh, I know I know where to. There's, yeah, they're moving to Maitland. Yeah. And How do you know that? Because I told you that weeks ago, and you said, "All right, I'll get on it." No, I had I, somebody in College Park tell me that. And they I told, told you me, that. but they wouldn't let me write about it. Uh, but I now we you. talked about I it on the radio. You. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a Mediterranean restaurant opening up there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. that's a scoop. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a company called I think it's Jabar J J A B E R. They have a restaurant on I Drive. Jaber. Jaber. I don't know. It's probably Jabar. <laughs> but they're going to open there. So I don't know when, though. It might be a little bit. I'm going to forget all this because of this Guinness I'm drinking. I'm not <laughs> You've had half a Guinness. That's all it takes. <laughs> <laughs> so a little more restaurant news. New Mediterranean restaurant in College Park. I got another restaurant news. Super Rico, which was closed for renovations because they took over the space where Tap and Grind was right next door. Uh, we'll be reopening probably in a week. That's great. Yeah, we'll see. They still have to pass some inspections. It could be two weeks. Uh, this is that teeny tiny spot that a food truck took over in the bottom corner of the central parking garage. Yes. What is that? It's, it's central. Uh, right next to Ember. I always liked the tap and grind. I do too. They're fun. They were I cool. They were, I thought they had good beer there. They were one of the early like craft beer bars too in downtown Orlando. I was a little. They were supposed to be taking over that little retail space next to Remix Vinyl, that vinyl shop. Yeah. In, in Mill City, and then they just sat on it forever, and then didn't open it. So, huh? I'm a little bummed about that. Uh, the heart of United Way. That thing is coming up, man. Over the edge. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Are you going to do that? I am doing it. Ooh. I'll be rappelling off the side of Orlando Health. It's a 15-story part of the building. I'm really scared. Uh, in support of Heart of Florida United Way, they, re they raise money for veterans and veteran program, veteran support programs. You can do it for $1,000. If anybody out there has $1,000 cash and you just want to spend it to uh, do something that's really cool and you're supporting people, uh, you can sign up. It's happening on May 11th at Orlando Health. It's, you can email over the edge at hfuw.org to register. Uh, just type in 
over the edge on bungalore.com if you want to check it out cool yeah i recommend it and uh how are we doing on time we're good that's it i don't have any more headlines because <laughs> we didn't write anything down <laughs> uh we could do events sure want to do that and yeah. i don't have to rush through it you're going to the solar bears game tonight i am they're in we, the playoffs we have some special codes for the games too there's one more playoff game we'll be putting that up in our bungalow buddies yeah uh yeah. Oh, and then the uh, Rideshare Hub thing is launching this weekend. This too, right? weekend? Yeah. Really? Saturday? We've talked about this a few times. If you uh, missed some of the episodes, we uh, they're, they're starting this new thing in downtown Orlando where, you know, if you call an Uber, you call a Lyft, there's going to be like a spot where you can get picked up, which will help the mass of people who are leaving downtown Orlando at, you know, 1 a.m., 2 a.m., 3 a.m. I think they're going to go from th- to 3 a.m. Yes. Uh, do you remember the spots? Oh man, it's by one's by like the Orange County History Center. Yeah, Heritage sort of, Square. There'll be three food trucks parked there and a public restroom. There's one sort of up the street, closer to I four, right? Washington, right by actually Super Rico. Yeah, we were just talking about. And then there was another one I thought closer to Lake Eola, Sperry Fountain, right? Sperry Fountain. There's yeah. gonna be two trucks. There. So there's gonna be you can get picked up on your Uber and yep. you can get uh, a a bus. Uber or mirrors, they're gonna be there. Or too. mirrors, yes. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> you can get some a bus. Yeah, it's interesting though we talked about this last week it's like first come first serve for the, the food, food trucks. trucks yeah which i i don't know how they're going to regulate that because what um, they'll figure it out i guess i just i just wonder how that's going to go because when we say first come first serve the food trucks are going to be first come first serve so like you get there at i guess at eight at night at eight in the morning and get your spot and you're there all day like <laughs> i don't know either. i don't know how that's gonna work so i don't we'll know see. either i hope I maybe hope somebody listening can can school <laughs> us on it i'm not i'm not trying to like make fun of it i just i don't know the answer to it hey, or you hate the program you think it's no funny. i don't hate I, I, I like food and i like riding home safe bike five cities is happening this saturday uh it's literally what it sounds like you can bike between five that was a cities. few weeks ago i thought we talked about that i get, we man we just talked about things so far in advance because ah. we're in the know 8 a.m you can meet at mead gardens and you get to let's can, i made you guess last time can you guess again what the cities are i think you uh orlando uh-huh winter park winter park castleberry castleberry maitland maitland altamont Eatonville. Eatonville. <laughs> you got that wrong last time, too. So you can go all three, all five cities. Check that out, 8 a.m. Um, there's a Romanian food festival. Ooh. Where's that at? In Apopka. 1809 Sheeler Avenue. The Holy Romanian Orthodox Church is organizing a Romanian food festival, offering participants a taste in the fine Romanian cuisine. I don't... Brendan, real quick, can yeah. you name one Romanian dish? Uh, blintz. <laughs> Gruel. <laughs> Vampire blood sausage. I just, I just don't think I know any. I know. Maybe I should go to the festival. Pierogies? I bet there's like a Romanian pierogi. You think so? There must be. There's no, that's a Polish thing, I thought. Potato latkes. You're just... You're just <laughs> I, got nothing. I got nothing taste of haiti orlando is happening at eagle nest park that's on saturday may 4th from 2 a 2 p.m to 8 p.m uh i believe it's ten dollars to go there's food vendors there's gonna be lots of music that sounds super fun what else we got there was some big news that it's not technically in like the zone you cover but did you see that spooky empire is leaving yeah to tampa yeah going to tampa yeah, apparently yeah. they didn't have enough space here 
I, I got an email about it the other day. So Spooky Empire, if you've never been, it's sort of a horror movie, rock and roll convention. Huge, too. Like, I think I was, I want to say I covered the very first one or, or one of the early ones. And it has grown exponentially since its first few years. And, uh, you know, people would come out dressed up, do zombie walks, you know, buy movies, get tattoos, all that stuff. And what all the kids are doing these days. Yeah. And so they've been doing it. And so they've been doing it for a long time here in Orlando. And now they're moving to Tampa because I guess they didn't have enough space here in Orlando. What do you think about that? You think that's real? Well, I don't know what's going on that weekend. Um, you know, they're, the idea that there's not enough space here isn't true because you could rent the Orange County Convention Center, but it could be a cost thing too. To rent the convention center is a, probably a lot of money. And so to do that, it, it, they might have been, well, it's just too much to do that and put on a convention. It might have been not enough space in the places they were doing it at, which was usually hotels, I think. They would rent out hotel convention space. So I don't know. Like, and, and once again, I don't know what's going on that weekend of Halloween. So maybe there's other stuff going on and maybe they couldn't find the space. But it's weird to me. The one thing that I, I find a little bit odd and, and, you know, maybe you move it around, change it up. I get it. The one thing that I think a lot of people that may really like about Spooky Empire being here in Orlando is the fact that you can go to Halloween Horror Nights while you're here for Spooky Empire at Universal. So They're I think a lot of people, it. I'm sure people double dip on that. We got the press release about it. Um, and I'm glad you brought it up because I had meant to brought it, bring it up too. Uh, they make it sound like Tampa is like, just like super accessible to Orlando. I mean, right. You like know, you it's hot between. It's not. I mean, no. it's, I mean, it's a good, it's a good hour and a half from Tampa's Orlando. It's cool though, man. No, I like Tampa. No, nothing against Tampa. Nothing against Spooky Empire because they are still going to do their spring version which is like the 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 smaller one here i think it's a mistake well like i said i don't know i don't know the reasoning behind it maybe they really couldn't find the space but well it might just be the you know the hotel they were using could be didn't want to work Who knows? anymore so right. we'll see uh yeah what do you think about this no texting thing it's interesting i mean I'll just say, I mean, once again, I'm not speaking on behalf of my new employer, but uh, I, I don't know how they can enforce all these things because <laughs> they can't enforce it's it. Like, it's like, I mean, it's great. I mean, I, I think it's proactive and I think, you know, you shouldn't be texting and driving anyway, but like, I don't know how you enforce it. I think it can, it's going to be an easy tool to be able to just pull over people who like is a suspect, right? Like you could easily and i'm a little worried about like profiling you know well, like, that's well part of the law is that once you pull people over you have to check that box now did you see that so let's say i pull somebody over let's say i'm an officer and i pull somebody over for texting and driving yeah you have to um you have to say who they are and and you know are they are they male are they female are they white they black hispanic whatever and the state is going to take all that data and they're going to uh keep it for whatever for a year or two and then then what, 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 if people, what, if people of color, what if people of color use their phone more? <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm just saying this is, but this was part of the law that in one year they're going to track how many people they've pulled over, who they were, why they were. And, and that's kind of part of it as well. Do you, they use want your the phone? Data. Do you use your phone when you drive? No, <laughs> <laughs> I do. But no, you can still text at lights and in traffic. When you, so I'm Canadian, right? And you just, you can't do anything at Canada. Yeah. And, uh, 
one of the things you definitely can't do besides use styrofoam is uh use your car when you're driving and your phone your your what use your, your car, car. When you're driving use your phone you just cannot use your phone when you're driving and people freak out all the time in the minute it comes out um, we gotta go that's crazy I we gotta go you were texting and talking <laughs> losing track of time i was not texting and talking all right we will see you guys all next week next thank week. you a law for letting us hang out here thank you to barbara chandler from downtown art sisters for letting us slip in here go check out their romero brito event happening may saturday may 18th uh hosted by mark McEwen at the grand bohemian hotel we'll see you guys next week